welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And you're going to subscribe, unless you already have, which thank you for subscribing. Thank you for subscribing. Yeah, and leave us a review. Yes. We'll go through and like look at the reviews, and maybe we'll give you a shout-out if we see yes. some really cool reviews. Where you're we should like, offer some prizes. We should offer some prizes. When we make our shirt... <laughs> we'll offer I'm a with prize. The I'm with the morgue. No questions. And then I'm a reporter. I have questions. I have questions. Also, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. I'm broody. <laughs> Perfect. There is a bat reference in this episode. There is a bat reference. Coraline almost always brings up a bat reference. Does she? She's oh, fun that fun. way. Yeah, she's fun. So let's get into episode 12 of Moonlight. <clears throat> episode 12 the mortal cure this is my favorite episode it's Bryn's favorite episode i don't know why i whispered that but it, it's, it's exciting okay. it's i'm okay. really excited about this episode yes so it starts us off with <clears throat> beth going to josh's office to give her statements she's having flashbacks of josh's death and having a hard time yes mick shows up to give his statement but beth still is mad she needs space Mick returns home and smells a vamp in his apartment. There are two vampires looking for Coraline. One says she took something from him. Mick visits Joseph to find out more about these vamps. Joseph says the vamp's name is Lance. He's got one creepy black eye. He does have a creepy black eye. This guy is creepy in everything he's in. I've actually seen him in a few things. Yeah. He's, he's always kind of a creeper. He didn't need the help from the black eye. Yeah. But, but it does make him look creepier for sure. Right. For sure. He makes Joseph look like a pauper, and he never leaves Europe. Well, I will say... What is he doing? I gotta back up for a second. <clears throat> when he's talking to Mick, he's like, you know, you know Coraline. And Mick's like, I don't know anyone named Coraline. And they're like, oh, really? Because we have your marriage certificate. And he's like, oh, you mean that Coraline. <laughs> oh, that Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> Mick is a good P.I. He does not give anything away. <laughs> I'm just like, they clearly know that you know her. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. I don't know a Coraline. Oh, well, here's your marriage certificate. Oh, yeah, that Coraline. The one I was married to. The one I killed? The one I killed. I, I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> I was a little confused by your oh, question, but I got it now. Uh, let's see. Joseph doesn't know what Lance is after, but he tells Mick, you don't mess with Lance. You don't mess with Lance. Mick visits the hospital security staff to find Coraline. Mick sees Coraline's friend Cynthia pushing an empty bed with fingers poking out from the sheets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you love that zoom in on the yeah. security camera? <laughs> so great. Hey, why don't you zoom in here? Just no, keep zoom in zooming further. in. All the keep way. Zooming in. We're going to pretend those are not huge pixels right I'm now. Not, like, I'm like, it is not getting <laughs> pixelated whatsoever. It's, it's getting clearer every right? time. Because <laughs> that's what happens when you zoom in on a... <laughs> seems legit. Seems legit. <laughs> um, Mick visits Hacker Logan. 
Logan starts looking for Cynthia. Who's like totally playing video games like the whole time, which is hilarious. He's like, why would I leave? Yeah. <laughs> Logan is bringing the sass. He is As sass. everyone named Logan does. Right? <laughs> Every character ever named Logan if you want, always bringing the sass. I don't know. If you want your project to be successful, you might have to find a way. Bring in a sassy Logan To character. bring in a Logan. <laughs> Oh, someone from the DA's office brings Beth some of Josh's personal stuff and his insurance policy, naming Beth the beneficiary. Beth finds a suspicious appointment in Josh's planner and calls and hangs up on Celeste. Because <gasps> she's five years old. She can't I know, right? To talk she, to her. Well, she does. Like, okay, we're, here's going to be a compare and contrast because so she immediately hangs up. Whereas um, Mick, in just a second, is going to get on the phone and channel some true Davies. Some true Davies, yeah. <laughs> Amen. He totally does. Where he's like totally making crap up <laughs> in order to get the information that he wants. Yep. And she could have done that, but she did not know how to channel true Davies. <laughs> so she hangs up. In all reality, Mick has been doing this a lot longer than <laughs> He is well practiced in getting information from people. <laughs> but she's a reporter. Shouldn't she have That's that true. skill as well? Yeah, but he's I mean, been, he's he's been doing it longer. I right. Mean. <laughs> right, right. Way better practice. There is that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Logan has found Cynthia. She's in, She's been importing agricultural products from Europe. Hmm. Hmm. Mick believes it's the cure. Logan gives him the hotel that Cynthia's at. And Mick asks Logan to keep digging. Beth calls to confirm Josh's appointment with the restaurant because she's too chicken to call Celeste again. <coughs> I just added that part. That's not really part of the recap. It's just that's just why <laughs> she's too it's chicken to talk to Celeste. It's easier to just meet her instead of ask her these exact she's working same up questions to it. on the phone. <laughs> why do you have an appointment with Josh? Like she's not going. Well, I guess if she was going to accuse her of being his lover, she wanted to see her face. Sure. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Mick calls and gets the room number for Cynthia's room because he's being true Davies. He's being true Davies. He's like, I've got some towels, but I don't know which room to bring him to. Like, no, you're an employee. You got an assignment. It'll tell you what room number to bring it to. And they're just like, yeah, this happens a lot. Here's the room number. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're not really clear when we give our employees assignments. We just give them the name of the person instead of the room number. Because that makes way more sense. <laughs> doesn't, uh, doesn't fill you with confidence in hotel staff. That's for sure. Here, let me just give you the name of this person instead of what room number. <laughs> They're like, yeah, to that seems legit. To. Right. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. This is her room number. Go bring those towels. Uh, Mick tries to get answers, but he keeps getting lies from Cynthia. Liar. She is full of lies. Also, Cynthia is from Dawson's Creek. She did look familiar. If there's any Dawson's Creek fans out there, I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I didn't either. Even though it was it was a thing during my day. Like this is definitely a yeah my generation. I tried to watch a couple episodes, but I yeah. didn't really get into it. Yeah, I never 
Okay. I love Joshua Jackson, like, a sure. lot. Yeah. Most people do. Pacey. I don't love Katie, Katie Holmes, Holmes, but yeah. I did love her in Mad Money. You know what? I still haven't seen that, she and I wanted really to see it. really funny in Mad Money. Okay, I need to watch that then. Um, it was the one thing where I was like, oh, she's talented. Yeah. I, cause <laughs> I Actually, I like Katie Holmes. You know who I don't like? Um, who kind of reminds me a bit of Katie Holmes is um, Rachel Bilson. I don't like her. I don't like her either. I I, don't, I can't even think of anything I've seen her in. I know I've seen her in stuff, but I can't really... So she's really... in Psych. She was Abigail in Psych. Not Rachel not, Bilson. Not Abigail. Oh, okay. Rachel Bilson is not Abigail. You're right. I'm thinking... You're talking about... Um, from She's All That. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Why can I not think of this <laughs> she, name? She's a three-namer, isn't she? Yes. Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. I was like, she's one of those I'm seeing three Rachel people. in my head now. And that's, I mean, it's not I mean, right. I don't like Rachel Bilson, though. Right, <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> There's that. I don't mind Rachel Lee Cook, but she only really has one character. Well, and that's, plays. she's boring. Yeah. Like, that's my problem with her. She's like, like, I don't know if you watched Elementary at all. Not Elementary. Perception. No. Also short-lived. We might have to add that to hmm. series scrapped. Love Eric McCormick in it. Oh, you, I think you Why would like Why do I whisper show. when I get dramatic? I'm always like, oh. <laughs> I feel like that would be so creepy for him to hear it that way. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Eric McCormick plays this like insane person, but like Ooh, awesome. really genius guy. Okay. Um, kind of like Monk a little bit, like. <clears throat> but anyway, Rachel Lee Cook is like his student, and she's just oh no no, no. yeah she's a student turned like FBI agent or whatever, and like gets his help on stuff. It, the show is about him. But she's so boring. Like, like mm. I love him in the show, and I love the premise. Yeah. But like, I couldn't really get into it a lot because she's so boring. And like, and even as Abigail in Psych, just boring. Like, she's not. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things about Juliet in Psych, and yeah. one of the reasons that I feel like she's so perfect with Sean, yeah, is because always in the background she will go minutes without having a line yeah but she's always making a face right uh, always like her reactions to everyone else's lines yeah. are my favorite thing about juliet oh, like you have to just that. consistently watch her face I because she's always that. like yeah what like when yeah. people say stuff or she'll be like that, that's not it yeah. like and you like she's the very definition of a good actress like just yeah. sitting there reacting to the moment like just right Instead of staying, oh, waiting for my next line. Yeah, like, she's not standing there statue in the background. Yeah. She's, oh, I, I adore her. I would use yeah. her in a heartbeat. I, I love Maggie Lawson, yeah. She's great. Um, anyway, we digress from... <laughs> Always we digress. Well, and that's why you love us. Oh, but real quick, Eric McCormick. Yes. Best, my favorite Eric McCormick is a Christmas movie called Bar of Hearts. Kind of... What? A Christmas movie I don't know? <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure it's free with ads on Voodoo right oh now. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to have to look this up <laughs> right this second. So it's Eric McCormick and Roma Downey. And they are, they have to be a fake married couple. And That's my favorite. Hector Elizondo. Oh, oh I, I see Hector it. It is free with ads. You have to watch it. This is like, we watch it every year because Brian and I love this movie so, so much. Oh my much. gosh. It's... I, it's Hallmark style, but I don't think it's Hallmark that made it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't look Hallmark, but like this is my jam. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. If this is gonna be like your new favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like. Is my favorite one right now? It's called Three Days. It's with um, Kristen Davis. Um, Who's Kristen Davis? Um, you know her. Uh, I'm sure I do. Yeah. Um, hold, please. Um, she's great. Let's see. Is this Hallmark or Hallmark wannabe? Um, it's not Hallmark. It is. Oh, yeah, she's in Sex and the City. Um. Oh, she's one of the main four, isn't she? Yeah, it's ABC. It was. In, oh, and she was in another Christmas, a Heavenly Christmas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's one with Eric McCormick. Nice. We're bringing it right back around. <laughs> Bringing it around. Right. We're having um, a marathon of Eric McCormick Christmas movies. Right. <laughs> We're on it. Um, yeah. She's one of the main four in Sex and the City. Okay. Um, but yeah, she like is married to some guy who's like about to cheat on her, but then he doesn't, and then she dies, and he's wow. super sad, and he gets to live the last three days over to like prove that he loves her. Instead of like, mm. and it's interesting. So great. It's so great. It's one of my favorite. I like. I really dig time travel Christmas movies. Like, and there are so many of them. I know. <laughs> what was the one with Eric Von Detten? Christmas Every Day is that what it was called? There was a like one of those like repeat the day over yeah, and over yeah. and over there's a couple christmas ones like that yeah eric von detten was a big deal for a hot minute yeah um christmas yeah. every day sounds about right yeah there's actually a lot of time travel type yeah another one of my favorites called eve's christmas like she goes back like five years to relive like a christmas that a was like a specific Christmas. A specific Christmas. Yes, yeah, those are just. I just get all the feels from those. But we digress <laughs> <Sorry>. again. <laughs> we had to take an Eric McCormick side tour. I mean, and that's he had worth nothing it. to do with this episode, but we just had that's to talk about it. him for a bit. <laughs> uh, where were we? Um, He's bet. channeling True Davies, getting oh, yeah, his yeah, yeah. information. That's right. He was channeling True Davies. Um, let's see. Mick tries to get answers but keeps getting lies. Logan calls and gives Mick the address where Cynthia's imports are being delivered. At the address, Mick finds a lab where Coraline and another vamp are experimenting with the compound. Coraline is the organic a, compound. The organic that they keep compound busting into your head. That looks like Thanksgiving cranberries. <laughs> um, organic compound. <laughs> Yes. Put that, these like, cranberries on your open wound. That's later. <laughs> uh, we're jumping ahead. Don't jump ahead. Uh, Coraline is a vamp again. Lance shows up and kills the other vamp. Mick saves Coraline, but she runs away. 
I have a question. Okay. About when they vamp out. Why do their lips get chapped? <laughs> That's a great question. And I like, feel like frequently they look like they cracked and are bleeding. Yeah. You turned into a vampire and now your lips dried out super fast and now they're bleeding. I don't know what happened. I'm like, I get the fangs. I get Chapstick the Chapstick not work on vampires? What's yeah. happening here? But every time they vamp out, like, their lips get, like, super chapped. And I'm like... I think it must just be whatever makeup they're using because they, they get paler right. when they vamp out. Yes. So whatever true. makeup they're using to make them more pale yeah. is not good for lips, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know if that's like an intentional look when they're doing the chapped lips or if it's just drying out their lips that much. <laughs> I'm like, why are these always chapped? It's more than one downside to being a vampire. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta bring the chapstick wherever you go. <laughs> he goes through more chapstick. <laughs> He buys you in bulk. Vampire. <laughs> he has a Costco membership specifically for this reason. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Lance catches on fire, but instantly heals instead of turning to ash. What? He's magical. Lance runs away. Mick calls the cleaner. The cleaner says all the cleanups at this location have been newly turned vamps. They're bagged and left in the alley. Okay. You have a question about the cleaner? Well, the, A, the cleaner wants her some mick. Um, always. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think the cleaner is just always horny. Well, like, I'm really not sure what's happening with her, but I'm always like, what is your deal? Right? Like, <laughs> Can you tone it down just a touch? I know that, Find like, a man, all right? Vampire <laughs> black crystal blood just is coursing through your body at all times. <laughs> Do you hit on all of your clients uh, or just me? Maybe cold Because <laughs> that seems to fix that. Right. <laughs> or a warm shower for vampires? Which way is it for vampires? Right? How does that work? Because cold, they like that. They like the cold. Yeah. So maybe a warm shower? Um, no, not about the cleaner. I think I'm just now realizing something that I didn't realize <clears throat> when I was watching the show. And maybe it'll still get answered later, but <clears throat> is the compound the reason Coraline didn't burn in the fire? Because she didn't turn to ash. So, I don't know if that has to do with the compound so much as what we find out at the end of okay. this episode okay. about her. Um, but I don't know. Um, we never got a chance to find out. It's canceled before it's done. Before it's done. <laughs> but like I literally just like when you said, oh, he, he healed from the fire. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe that's how she got out of the fire. Yeah, because I don't think she was actually using the compound at that moment. Sure. Because she was, but I was I don't know if that. Moment, yeah. I do wonder if that's something. That Lance's power do. comes from continuous use of the compound. Like, right. does that just make him a stronger vamp? Like more. Right immune to like some sort of weird hybrid <laughs> right right or is i don't know or is that just from being like a powerful bloodline right right I don't know. okay Interesting. I don't know. anyway okay yeah just um, i thought i had just literally had yeah beth keeps josh's appointment at the restaurant she accuses celeste of cheating with josh beth 
And while she's all jumped to conclusions, girl. I know. Celeste is like, whoa. She's like, back <laughs> off. Just because I'm meeting Josh doesn't... I mean, like, he's a DA. I'm sure he has appointments with people all the time. I'm also confused about why Celeste didn't know Josh was dead at this juncture. Right? But, <laughs> but I guess they haven't had the funeral yet. But, like, I don't know. It feels like it would be in the news. He's a DA. Like... This is a big deal. That was literally my question too. Like, shouldn't she have like? Yeah, she seems genuinely that? surprised that Josh is not coming. Yeah, like exactly. He's a DA. Like that should have been in the news. I would imagine. Yeah, Beth tells Celeste that At least Josh that's why died. I covered. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it's sexy. Right. Celeste says she's a jeweler who was helping Josh with his grandmother's ring. She gives Aww. the ring to Beth. Beth feels like. Yeah. As she should. <laughs> Mick visits Joseph again. Joseph says Mick was supposed to leave Lance alone. Mick is confused by Lance's superior genes. Mick says he can't leave it alone. He needs the cure. Mick goes home and smells another intruder. But this time, it's Beth. Like, she... Wouldn't he know it was Beth? Did he know it was Beth? Like... He would for sure know it was human, but he might not know it was Beth till he got closer to her. Right. Um, I think he would be able to her out anywhere by now. Yeah, I don't think he thought it was a vampire. He just was curious that someone was waiting for him. And, you know, after the day he'd had, (laughs) the couple of weeks he's had, (laughs) he probably was like, oh, man. (laughs) Why do people keep going at me? Uh, Um... Let's see. She tells Mick about Celeste in the ring. Coraline shows up and Beth leaves. Coraline says... I think Beth is starting to like me. Yeah, she she didn't, didn't stab me this time. <laughs> that was my quote I of the episode. I loved that. I thought that was super funny. Coraline says Lance is from a powerful bloodline and explains that the cure itself is mortal, as in fleeting. I think this is the part where she also says killing two bats with one stone. Yes. Yeah, this is the scene where she says two bats with one stone. That was a good one. I died. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Coraline, always bring the bat references. Uh, Coraline goes into a flashback of the origin of the cure. There were seven brothers turned into vampires by a cousin of Louis XVI. When vampires were discovered, the people tried hanging them, but when that didn't work, they started bur- burning or decapitating them. She says the reign of terror was a, gen- a vampire genocide. Uh, suspected vamps were. Um, a suspected vamp's finger was burned, and if it blistered, it was he was mortal. If it turned to ash, he was a vamp. So the compound was used to temporarily mask the symptoms of being a vamp. I think that's a weird way to put it. Like, you don't have symptoms of being human. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess you sort of do, but that's not what you would call them. I like, can taste food. It's a symptom it's of, a being symptom human. of being like, human. I don't know. Back to the present, Coraline shows Mick the compound. She's been testing on rogue vamps to find a more permanent cure. Beth goes to work and she reads old emails from Josh. <laughs> Apparently she's the only one working tonight. <laughs> here by herself, just reading emails from Josh. Well, and I wrote down, you're keeping all those emails, Beth? Like, let's use the delete button from time to time. It's like, I'm running late tonight. Like, she saved them in a special folder. Like, she's not just saving emails from Josh. She's intentionally saving emails. I'm like, she's not a person who just doesn't go through and delete her inbox. She actually moved them to a folder 
specifically called Josh. And they're nothing. They're like running late. Yeah, like <laughs> typical text messages. Right, right. Like I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but keep those keep those emails, Beth. Can you save those? So glad you have them to Cor- cry over. Yeah, right. <laughs> Coraline gives Mick a dose. Uh oh yeah. Yeah, she gives Mick a dose of the compound. She says, maybe love can't exist without mortality. Mick and Coraline are walking down the street and Mick is turning mortal. Lance and his little helper attack. Lance's Coraline's brother turns out. Dun, dun, dun. The noble bloodline was actually six brothers and one sister. Uh, Coraline is super old. Yeah. <laughs> Soup's old. <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's see. Although, still not older than, right? 18th century, isn't that what they said? So still, still not older than, still not older than uh, Joseph. Joseph says he was born in like 1599. So, we have questions. (laughs) He says she's older. She's at least. Oh, no, maybe that was somebody else they were talking about. But I thought that he had said that Coraline was older than him. Oh. But maybe not. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's possible. So I guess at this juncture, because the other lady died, Joseph is the oldest vampire in the running right now. That we know. But for some reason, Lance is more powerful. I guess because he was a noble. It was 1603. It's reasonable to be a little hazy. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is one of my favorite Joseph lines so far. Um, Lance doesn't want to kill Mick, but he has no qualms about beating him up. <laughs> Coraline, Coraline exchanges the compound for Mick's life. Coraline is afraid of where Lance is going to take her. She talks about a mysterious pin. I know. Take me to know what will happen. Is it his daddy? Or we don't know. Yeah. Do we ever find out? No, we don't. Does Coraline disappear? This doesn't get now? resolved. <laughs> Dang it! This is the biggest problem with this Dang show being it. cut off too soon. Is that right. we need more answers about the noble bloodline? Oh my gosh! So this is it. Like we are done with. I don't remember Coraline. if Coraline comes back or not. Yeah. Um, there's only a few more episodes though. So sure. She doesn't have a ton of time to come <laughs> back. She's got to go deal with him, and it's going to be a while. It's a process. Yeah. Mick gets home and takes his own blood sample, then eats... Still the clearest blood in all of TV history. It's a good thing he keeps that giant syringe on hand. Right? (laughs) Then he eats all his favorite foods, apparently every single one of them. (laughs) Didn't get full. He just kept throwing up. But, oh, rats, he does not have a bed. Sleep on the couch. couch. (laughs) Mick wakes up and he's still human. He comes to Beth at Josh's funeral and tells her Coraline is gone and he's temporarily human. Well, no, he doesn't tell her this. No, she guesses. Right, it's true. (gasps) She's like, "Wait a minute, you're beat up. You're not healing. Hold the phone. You're standing in the sunlight." Like I'm like, she jumps to human awfully quickly. Like. (laughs) Wait a minute, you're human? It was kind of like the whole pregnant thing. No, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Like, wait, wh- where did you jump to this? And Mick's face is like, whoa. <laughs> How are we? 
how do you jump to human? <laughs> anyway, that, that's the main question I've got Yes, we have lots of questions. Yeah. So, how did you feel about this episode? I liked it a lot. I don't know that it's my favorite. I'm going to say I... Well, that other one, I think, is my favorite. Um, my second favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Is that the serial killer one? Or the, like... That was the, um... Oh, shoot. Was that episode 10? Oh, is that the, um, the girl, Sarah? Sarah. Logan's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is yes, that? Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, episode and then I think 10. my second favorite is, um, Creepy Serial Killer Guy. Like, with the following... Yeah, he's so scary. Yeah, he is so scary. But, yeah, but I did like it. Um, and it was good to get a lot of backstory. Um, but, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I like it because I think it's a really interesting take on the reign of terror, the, like, the beheadings and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. in France. This, like this is very, very... Guillotine. Very interesting take on this. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Like, I think when I first watched that episode, I was like, this totally blew my mind. Like, right? beheading because they were vampires? Like, that is Makes genius. so much like, sense. That is such a genius tie-in into vampires. Yeah, that's so true, That's actually. really awesome. Yeah. Um, so, while this episode's plot and general writing in general not maybe the best one yeah i loved this world building that we got yeah that makes sense this information about the world itself because we don't get a ton of information about the world itself up to this point um and the the idea that there's sort of like a super vampire or a super hybrid because of this bloodline right um is really interesting so you don't know really we don't know why Coraline survived the fire, but yeah. you have to assume that it's because she's Lance's sister. Right. And so the question is, were they super exposed to this compound over several hundred years and they've now sort of adapted this Some ability? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, there's a lot of questions that I, I would have loved to see a season two to answer some of this. And yeah get into it a little deeper so that's one of the reasons it's my favorite is because it really like gives you a new piece of their i could see their backstory and their world and stuff but but for writing purposes yeah honestly yeah i think i think the sleeping beauty and the the one where josh die are like really really beautiful episodes yeah i mean there's just not enough joseph for me to really make this number one (sighs) that's true (laughs) And he's so mad at Mick. He didn't even have any very good witty, like, lines in this episode. He had one. It was like, sounds like someone's got a crush. (laughs) Sounds like... And then he's like, "Uh, awkward. (laughs) Like, that moment where he's like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that was So good. Love him. Love Joseph. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. So we will see you guys next time. Bye.